ABC, always be recording from the famous Glengarry Glen Ross <laughs> musical. One of the great musicals. Of the all greatest of all the musicals, time. the Glengarry Glen Ross. I'm surprised you actually got the right name for that one, considering our track I thought record. About, I thought about getting it wrong, but I couldn't think of anything quick <laughs> enough. Like, I wasn't clever enough to come up with the wrong name for it. Glengarry Glen's Glen. Wait. Glen Gary Glen Sinise. <laughs> Glen Close. Gary, Gary Sinise. Glen Gary Glen, Glen Close. Close. Yeah. That's better than Glen, Glen Gary Glen, Glen Sinise. Sinise. <laughs> One of the great musicals, Glen Gary Glen Sinise. <laughs> Do you have the Glen Gary leads? I'm going to kill myself. Jack Lemon. One of the songs for the Glengarry Glen Ross musical would be it would, would be it would go like it would go fuck fuck all we say is fuck 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 that would be the big sales. Imagine this part was being played by Jack Lemon. would be so much better indeed i want to see a musical that is just glenn close and gary sinise selling stuff i mean i'm sure we could make yeah that <laughs> i mean we got to bring back broadway and let's bring it back with glenn close and gary sinise glenn gary glenn sinise <laughs> glenn, glenn gary, gary glenn close. Glenn gary close sinise <laughs> Glenn Gary Sinise Glenn Close. <laughs> what? No, both this their the first names and then both their last names. Yeah. This is the most anyone's talked about Gary Sinise in a very long time. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Whatever it takes, that rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Stuart Townsend. Stuart Townsend, the famous Irish actor. I am fucking Stuart Townsend. I am from Ireland. I was in the movie The Queen of the Damned with Aaliyah. Ah, I was like, I know that name. I can't picture him. It's me, Stuart Townsend. You might remember me from... Oh, wait, I just turned British. I was also... I don't know how to do it. Where in Ireland fucking, is he from? Is he Dublin? Fucking, fucking Stuart Townsend from Dublin, Ireland. I don't fucking know. It's, He's from Ireland. It's pretty good. That's that's not bad. I mean, I don't think fucking, you'd like pass in a movie, but like it's was, good. It worked for this podcast. I was in a fucking fucking uh, uh, <laughs> Queen of the Damned. <laughs> Did you see it? No, I've never Did seen you, I, it with Aaliyah. I, I love Aaliyah I, with Aaliyah, and I was in fucking. Charlize Theron's boobs Theron. mams. Theron, as some people like to say. <laughs> I dated, I'm going to go back to, I'm just going to do, I'd like to do an English American accent when I'm on these shows. Okay, okay. Because it keep, puts everybody at ease. Okay. Because you're all Americans, you don't mm -hmm. want to feel like I'm smarter than you, or sexier than you, because I have an accent. So I'm Stuart Townsend, I do a great American accent. I was romantically involved with Charlize Theron, Theron. I should Theron. I should know mm -hmm. this. She's this one of the stars of the movie Fear F Nine. Oh, you saw F Nine this weekend, right? Who did? You did. Oh, Stuart sorry, Townsend? sorry. Stuart Townsend I might also have seen it. 
I've been is very Pat there busy. with you or no? Yeah, he's back here somewhere. Okay, but can... I've been very very busy. Do you know the? I was in the last movie I made was uh, in 2013. So I've been busy. you've been really busy with the pandemic and the yeah. adventures you need to go on and I'm fucking doing theater. Oh, that's what it is. You've got me all wrong. I've loved doing all of the. I love doing me plays. Me play. Me plays. Ah, uh, me plays. Love me plays. I love it. I've got Much I like, get up like, there. like Glenn Gary Glenn Close. <laughs> I love oh, that's one of me favorite plays. I love it. It's <laughs> one of me favorites. I've seen it all the time. You know, I once saw Jack Lemon. You did in person. What voice? I'm, I got to go back to doing just an English or American <laughs> accent because I keep I just keep messing it up. You just keep going into different voices. This is why you haven't really picked British people other than Bob Hoskins, right? Well, I'm Stuart Townsend again. I'm Irish. <laughs> okay, sorry. Which is different from British. Well, in, if you're from all Northern, British people sound like this. If you're from Northern Ireland, that's technically British because British is the consortium of countries. Uh, I I mean, they would they would they would beg to differ, but it's true. I have a great impression. This is Stuart Townsend. I have a great impression of Bob Hoskins. Oh, do you? Do you you guys know Bob Hoskins? Yeah, yeah, he's an actor. The Long Good Friday, Mona Lisa. You've seen Mm -hmm. uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Most famously, you know him. Yeah, yeah. I've actually found uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit taped off of television on a VHS tape, which I'm going to watch soon. Oh. You're going to watch the VHS Oh, yeah, the taped of off the television VHS version. No, oh, Bob Hoskins. He sounds like, this is what Bob Hoskins sounds like. Tell me if you, tell me if you, okay. can, if you think this sounds like him. I'm Bob Hoskins. Sounded like him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's you, Stuart Townsend, doing an impression of Bob Hoskins. Stewie T. Stewie T-Bone. They call okay. me Stewie T-Bone. And that's my theater Stewie name. T-Bone. Stewie. I, w- I walk the boards at a... Uh, mm-hmm. The Dublin Theater. They call me Stewie Stewie TBs. You walk the boards at the Dublin Theater. What do, what do they call it? Tread the boards. Yes, you tread the boards. Yes, I tread the boards at the Dublin Much Academy like Rick of... used to, R.I.P. Rick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, are you talking about Degrassi, The mm-hmm, Next mm-hmm. Generation? Mm-hmm. I love that show. Mm-hmm. I brought a, the only alcoholic beverage I, Pat had in his house that was a can to go the, to open it like that. Mm-hmm. Is a cider, so oh, I'm having a cider. You're drinking a brute cider, but I'm gonna get out of here. Stuart Townsend, maybe remember me from nice Queen to of the meet Damned you. with Aaliyah. Nice to meet you, Stuart. And then I worked. The last time I worked was in 20, 2013. Well, in movies, you might. But be I did do an theater. episode of Special Victims Unit in 2017. Ooh, that's always a you know big money pull. They give you thirty dollars on that show when you show up. Yeah, at least. Mm-hmm. $30 I mean, an I guess hour. if you're union, they give you a lot more. 30 bucks an hour, I got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For one I hour. A, I was a gaffer. <laughs> I was a gaffer on the show, on the episode. <laughs> I put the tape down. So all things were good. Everything's going well for me. I used to date Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Stephen Jenkins from Third Eye Blind used to date her, too. Cool. That's all I Who got. Who do you think would win in a fight, me or Stephen Jenkins? I mean, I don't remember what Stuart Townsend looks like. And oh, you're looking at him. <laughs> I mean, maybe Stuart Townsend. Yeah, I think so too. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. 
Yeah, I would say, how's it going to be when you don't know me? And I'd punch him right in the mouth. <laughs> Fight for the love of Charlie's throne. I love, Pat loves Charlie. He saw Fast 9, F9. He was talking to me about it. He said it was great. Oh, okay. So are you going to go see it too? No, I would not see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking into theater. Okay. Is there much of that going on over in Europe these days? I feel like they still have that pandemic. You still can't go see the theater stuff. So maybe you should go see Fast 9 I'm or F9. I'm not going to see it. I do theater in my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just live stream it from Zoom. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was going to say, like, are you putting on plays in your home? <laughs> my, yeah, I do. My parents come to the Zoom chats and I do Macbeth. Oh, okay. <laughs> I play all the roles. <laughs> Very, very careful editing there, right? I play all the roles. Double, or double, holograms. toil and trouble. <laughs> Where the witches brew. Is this a knife I see before me? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I had to wow. memorize you know that it. at one point. You know yeah, it. yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's a great play. Yeah. The Scottish play. They call it the Scottish play. Yeah, but play. if you're Irish, you might not be into that, right? You're not supposed to say the, t- the name of the play. Ah. Uh, are you more of a... Um, Picture of Dorian Gray person. More so than what? <laughs> than <laughs> the play that shall not be named. <laughs> um, I, why are those linked? <laughs> well, because Macbeth was Scottish. Right. What's his name? Oh my God, why can't I think of his name? It's Irish who wrote Picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, I know who it was. It was um, the Notre Dame Leprechaun. He wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Wilde. He was the Notre Dame leprechaun. Oscar Wilde. <laughs> fucking Oscar Wilde. I mean, I fucking love him. I mean, that was a novel. I don't know. What, tell me an Irish play. Is on mine. Tell me an Irish play. Oh, the importance of being earnest. That's, That's a... what I was going to say. That's the exact yeah, what I was yeah. going to say. The importance of being earnest starring Jim Varney as Ernest. <laughs> Ernest, the importance Ern, of Ernest being, Borgnine as Ernest. The, oh, the importance of being Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> what were, remember all those Ernest movies? That's what I said. Yeah, Jim Varney yeah, as yeah. Ernest. He's that's who played oh, Ernest. I was never allowed to see those either as a kid. Jesus Christ! Why? What was <laughs> because wrong with my the parents thought Ernest they were movies? dumb. My God! Your I haven't thought are... about those since I used to go to the video rental shop here called Voice of Video. Ernest, Ernest goes to camp. Mm-hmm. Ernest scared stupid. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest eats a pack of chips, potato chips. It's American. They're oh, American. it's not crisps. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Ernest gets eats a, a hot dog. Get, He's, it's Ernest, just a whole food. Th- like there's a trilogy of food ones. He eats a pack of chips. He eats a hot dog, and then he also tries oysters for the first time. Ernest tries oysters for the first time. It's a great one. <laughs> that sounds like a, a children's movie. book I would read. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I got to get out of here. I got All right, Stuart. <laughs> Thank you for indulging me on this whole earnest quest. <laughs> How do you think I spell my first name? S T U A R T. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's more more of a British thing, I feel like. That is correct. Rather than stew art. Right. I mean, it's a different kind of stew art. Stuart. That's from Stuart. Letter. There's a character in Letterkenny named Stuart. Mm. Stuart. That's it. It's very funny. You should see that. Uh, that I've watched the, some of that show, but I never, I didn't get very far with we it. We had the conversation about yeah. the, well, I, the farts. You know what? Yeah. 
Pat and you had the conversation. Yeah, yeah. He so told start. Me I'll let Pat come back. <laughs> yes, I'm going to get out of here. It was great. I haven't been seen by human faces in many, many moons. Other than so your I, parents when you're performing the play that shall not be I, named. Yeah, I do that. I do all sorts of plays. <laughs> Over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did a episode. I did a version of, uh, I don't know if you know this one. I did one of um, Glengarry Glensonese. <laughs> <laughs> Glengarry Closonese? Yeah. Yeah. There's um, a lot of I different would, names. It gets alternate titles. If, if some actor did a one man Zoom based Macbeth that was fully edited so that they were playing all the characters. I would it watch sh- that. It should be the guy from Queen of the Damned. Right? <laughs> I would, I would pay, I would pay $150 to watch that over Zoom. Like, that's my upper limit, but I think it would be very fun to watch. <laughs> I've been pitching it. I've been pitching it. No one's biting. <laughs> I don't know how you do it live, but also have multiples of yourself, unless you can clone yourself or have holograms. You should see how I do it. I do it. Yeah, very I'm very curious. I do it very cleverly. Well, right now my parents are the, the only people who've seen it. Yeah. So. <laughs> You've been testing it out on them, I'm sure. Uh, Declan and Dolores Townsend. Mm-hmm. Lots of Declans in the in the Greatest Generation, aren't there? <laughs> in, in Ireland, yeah. Actually, they're fucking probably boomers. Dublin, they're don't probably fucking, not the Greatest Generation. <laughs> don't fucking make fun of me, parents. I'll have you out for a wee. I'm not. I'm, not. I'm gonna go out for a wee smoke. It's just a tiny, tiny, like a baby <laughs> cigarette. Is it like one of those very skinny ones? The very All right, skinny. this has been going on for forever. I'm gonna get out of here now and let Pat. All right. Out. Who would have thought, Stuart, of all people, would... Stuart! I thought, I thought, you know what, I was, you know what, I thought, Rach, it's Pat. Hey, mm, hey Pat. To see you. I thought, you know what, we got to record two of these, because yeah. we're going to record bonus audio after this. Mm-hmm. Q&As. Mm-hmm. If you're not on the Patreon, you're not going to hear us answer any of the questions. If you're not on the Patreon, you're not going to know what I think about uh, the musical artist Mitski. So oh, yeah. If you're interested in that, get on the Patreon. But I was thinking we got to do two of these. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring on, I'm going to call up one of my famous friends who be in and out real fast. <laughs> so I called up old Stuart Townsend, Stewie T-Bone, as they call him back in Ireland at the, in the theater. By the way, I've seen his Big Beth. It's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet he was here for 10 minutes. I, what are you going to do? I, I don't know how to do it anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. But I do know how to do this. How, how, how are you doing? How, how, how are you doing? How, how, how are you doing, Rach? I feel like I'm on a 90s Nickelodeon show. All right. I like it. I'll take it. Um, I, like if, if Nickelodeon had a talk show that was hosted by like Clarissa or Budnick <laughs> because, no, or it Pete. Would, it would be... Uh, Hosted by you, called, yeah. how you doing, Rach? Oh, okay. Hey, but then, hey, who's hey, asking hey, me the question? Do, do I have a sidekick like Andy Richter? That's a good point. Yeah, because I point. should be asking how are other people doing if they come onto my show. Oh, so we could be yeah. called "Hey, how you doing?" But then you would ask yeah. the question. Yeah. So, hey, 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 how you doing? Hey, 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 how you doing? Hey. Hey, hey, how you doing with Rach? Yeah, I like that. I like that. 
Um, I'm doing pretty good. It's Monday over here. My dog is scratching at the door to be let into the room. Um, Don't tell her she's not invited. She didn't pay the Patreon fee, but... Yeah, um, she can't come into this. No, no. But otherwise, uh, yeah, things are pretty good. Um, you know, and it's very hot here this week. That's so hot. I haven't really left my house. It's been hot. Yeah, so it's very hot. How is it over there for you? Is it hot there too? It's hot. Very muggy. It's very muggy in uh, New York City. It's, it's very same here. Like the temperature's technically not that high, but then because of the mugginess, yeah, it feels like damn near 100 degrees. Today it was 92, felt like 103. Horrible. I think it was 88, felt like 97. And I think it's gonna be 94 tomorrow and 96 on Wednesday here. So I won't There's be. No point. I won't be leaving my house. I got central no, air here. I'm good. There's no point. It's a terrible thing this summer, but you love it. You love to go to the beach. Yeah, but there's no beach here. Right. There's also no Mulfords anymore. No so. Mulfords either. They're on vacation, and so are our neighbors on the other side. Everyone's on vacation. We should have a big party. They see, they're great, though, the Mulfords. They don't resemble bugs or insects mm-hmm. or anything like that. They're just nice people. They're, they're nice, nice people. people. They're Who nice would people. call them such terrible things? Stuart Townsend. Oh, Stuart Townsend. What a great guest he was. He was yeah. talking, talking a mile a minute, that guy. Who would have known? Well, you know... That's all well and good. I'm glad that everything's good. It's very hot, but we're not here to talk about how hot it is. No, no, not today. We're not here to talk about uh, Macbeth or Treading the Boards or uh, Queen of the Damned or You love Treading the Boards, I know. uh, Fucking 18 dogs running around your house trying to scratch, get in the goddamn door. We're not (laughs) here to talk about any of those things. Mm -mm. We're not here. We are here quickly, though, briefly. We should, we should, listen, Patreon is sacred and what happens on patreon normally is for the patrons Mm -hmm. but we should say Mm -hmm. we should let the broomheads know your sister came by the patreon hangout Mm -hmm. last week when we did it with the great patrons Mm -hmm. and she did tell us that uh she was purposely not saying anything about doggy lips Mm -hmm. to rile you up a little Mm -hmm. bit and then it it, and she, she uh Took it in good humor, good mm-hmm. stride. She informed us that you used to play, you, yourself, Kelly Mulford, and Cass used to play Green Day, and you would <laughs> always make her be the bass player, Mike Durnt. Uh-huh. Which seems similar to Donkey Lips. Like, it's like the yeah. Donkey Lips well, equivalent. we learned, so one of the things that Cass pointed out, that she wanted to play Trey Cool because of his stage name. Um, mm-hmm. And my dad, because my dad has a lot of trivia knowledge of all kinds, had some very important Green Day knowledge to share with us, which is that Mike Durnt is also a stage name because Durnt is the sound that the bass makes. Durnt, 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 Durnt. Got it. So actually, <laughs> Mike might be cooler than she originally thought, and now she's not mad about it anymore. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> what? See what the patron, Patreon hangouts do? They get us to a place of acceptance and love. Yeah, and that's what we're all here good. for. That's what we're that's all here for. That's why you got to get on that Patreon. Mm-hmm. Before we get to the episode, did you watch the second Cassie Steele? Miriam Catherine. Miriam Catherine. I did. Hangout. I did. What do they call that? A hangout? A live. A live, if you will. Because they were live at one point. I did not watch it live, though. Did you like it? Yeah, it was actually much more enjoyable than the first one where they were just trying to chat and kind of trying to look at questions, but it was really hard. We did an Instagram live once. It's very hard to follow along with the comments while you're doing it. I also got very drunk 
like before the Instagram live yeah, started. So that also Because I hard. was like nervous about it. Yeah. I know it's my only time on an Instagram live was the time we did Me it. Me too. Me too. Well, here's why I bring it up. Mm-hmm. There was a hilarious fucking moment in this mm-hmm. thing where someone asked a question. Mm-hmm. And the question was, I think Miriam Catherine read it. And the question, I'm going to paraphrase up a yeah. storm here. Yeah. But I believe the question was along the lines of, when the show started, there was a core four seemingly that was Manny, Emma, Toby, and JT. Mm-hmm. And the question was to these, to these women, and Miriam Catherine posed it to Cassandra Steele, do you wish that that core four, because they sort of like grew apart mm-hmm. and really didn't do stories with each other very much after the first season, mm-hmm. do you wish that that group would have stayed together? This was so great because Cassie Steele was trying to be as diplomatic as a human could be. And she thought about it. She took time to think about it. And what her answer was, and essentially was, we got way too hot for them. But she didn't (laughs) say that. She was like, Uh, she's like, you know. Because normally you'd just go, you know what? Yeah, that would have been great if we could have had more storylines. But I, she was like, not going to lie on yeah, this fucking Instagram I'm, I think that I missed that a little bit. And because of what I, the only thing I heard her say about that was the fact that um, girls mature faster than boys. She do. said that. And, yeah. but the way that's how she, that's like what she said. She was like, we were just like, they were in comedy storylines and we were in more dramatic storylines. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that she said, she was like, you know, physically, Mm-hmm. Like it didn't make sense. Meaning, <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, oh, because you were certainly too yeah, hot yeah. to physically make sense with. And God bless her. I she yeah. answered it beautifully. Yeah. She did it so deeply, and she was right. She, all of the things she said made sense. But if you really just like uh, whittled it down to its smallest Essence, kernel yeah. or its smallest uh, piece of wood, I guess mm-hmm. it would be we got too hot for. Ryan Cooley and Jake Goldsby, and it wouldn't have made sense for us to be hanging out. Yeah, with them. and I was like, "Bravo, Cassie Steele!" I also loved that Cassie Steele said that she was as boy crazy, if not more boy crazy, as I know. like as as Manny was, and also that she was super awkward about it. <laughs> which I was like, I love that. That makes it so also much like super interesting when she was like, "I really related to Ellie." Yeah, and her more cutting so storyline. Yeah. yeah. And, the Miriam um, Catherine stuff with her sister, and then yes, uh, was very sad because her sister went through an eating disorder while pretty much she was doing it on the show. Yeah, and, and Miriam Catherine also alluded to the fact that she had an eating disorder did. earlier on too, um, prior to that, and then yeah. they wrote it into the show. Mm-hmm. And she did say that she thinks the show kind of did a disservice to eating disorders by glossing over it so fast. I think they I th- really did. The I one totally thing that I will give them credit for, and this is the only thing I'll give them credit for with it, because I, we've said this before that they gloss over the, a lot of these storylines too quickly. And that was definitely one of them, at least with Miriam Catherine's with Emma's, um, they made it more than one episode. So they came back to it, which some storylines just disappear and you forget that Mm -hmm. people had cancer, had AIDS, like, you know, it's just like no big, sorry, HIV. Um, you know, just like it goes all over the place. Uh, but at least with hers, they did come back to it later. The one thing that I appreciate that they did with this was that they also had a Toby eating disorder storyline. And I think that it's really important with 
I mean, not just eating disorders, there's a lot of other issues that you can cover this with as well, but that it's not always like who you think it is that has it. And like eating disorders like affect everyone, but it's constantly like thin white women who are the ones that are portrayed as having eating disorders. But there's so many people who do not look like that. Very, very good. Do not fit that demographic. And um, so I appreciated that they at least did that with Toby, but it was one episode and we never returned to it again. I desperately want to interview Cassie Steele. I really do. I know. I'm going to shoot my shot, I think. I think you should. I'm going to shoot our shot. I'm going to send her a DM on, yeah. on Instagram. If she, if you even can. I don't know if you can. Yeah, you can try. She's very, she just seems very fun. And all we would do would be telling her how great she is. The thing I like about them, and seemingly every cast member of Degrassi, yeah. is that they're, they don't, look at Degrassi as like something to be embarrassed about. No. They're like super down to talk about it. Like even Drake doing that video all those years ago. Yeah. Like nobody's embarrassed and not nor should they be. I'm yeah. not suggesting but you could see younger actors mm-hmm. as they get older being like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. So recently um I was on a dating app and I matched with someone who uh, I was on Hinge and Hinge has like pre-populated questions you have to answer. And one of the options that you have is two truths and a lie. And so this person had two truths and a lie. And their truths were, I was like, I will read it word for word. Tell us his name. Did you give us his full his name? name is- so we know. No, don't really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't believe you were just kidding. His name is, um, and this person Hi. is has lived in Canada at some point in time. So like I, I, but I don't know if he's from Canada or what his two truths and a lie are. I partied with Quentin Tarantino. I had a pillow fight with Mackenzie Davis. I played at a punk band with a dude from Degrassi. And I really, really, really hope it's the last one that is true. Not fake. Are and I don't gonna... know who it is. Cause he just wrote a dude, but does he, did you, are you going to talk to him? Yeah, we matched, so I asked, oh. but I haven't heard back, so. God. We wait. I want it, I want it to happen while we're on the episode. I know, I know. <laughs> you put that into the world, so it's going to happen. Oh, so. yeah, I hope so. If it doesn't, I'm going to be mad, because then I have to tell the broomheads, like, oh, that guy never answered me. I mean, who would it be, though? Like, if. Who was in a punk band? I don't know. And how old were you? Like, were you, like, 10-year-olds, or were you, like, in your Wait, 20s? Is it Sav? Is he talking about Stoods? <laughs> Was he <What>? also in Stoods? <laughs> Which is a perfect segue. Or downtown Sasquatch. Talking. I mean, he's, not- he has to be he has to be in a punk band. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess there could be multi-generational punk bands, but like he's not that young, this guy. So. Well, it could be the old Degrassi. Oh, no, he's not that old, though, either. Yeah, that Instagram live was interesting, though. I was glad to have caught it. But we're not here to talk about Instagram. No, 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 no. Hinge. Mm-hmm. Two truths and a lie. We're here to talk about Degrassi the Next Generation. More okay. specifically, Degrassi the Next Generation, episode 723. The 23rd episode of the seventh season. I got mm-hmm. it right. Yeah, uh, you it's did. It's the 142nd by. To be math, a proper episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation, but with all the two-parters, it's really like the 115th episode of Degrassi. Uh, mm-hmm. Name of the episode is If This Is It. Mm-hmm. If This Is It is a Huey Lewis of the News song. 
Rachel, Rachel, Bo, Bachel, Banana, Fana, Fofachel, what's your favorite Huey Lewis in the News song? Is this really our first Huey Lewis in the News? If this is it, I think so. I don't remember. Oh, I was I I didn't write anything down because I was like, I'm pretty sure we did Huey Lewis already. We probably did. We probably <laughs> did. I don't remember. I, I can't mm-hmm. remember. Which one would we have done? Um It's the power of love. Yeah, I think we did power of love, actually. The power of love. <laughs> or uh it's hip to be square. Bop, 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 bop. Every song that they have, it's like the words and then bop 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 bop. Doesn't matter yep. what it is. Yep. Power bop, of bop, Love was bop, a bop. season three Degrassi episode. The power of so Love. Bop, 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 bop. It's the end of year dance in season so three. So we're not going to do it. No. Is that what you're telling me? We're yeah, not gonna do exactly. It. So we're skipping the whole segment. I had nothing to say about Huey Lewis tonight. All right. Rachel, what's your favorite potato chip? Ooh. um, This is tough. I am a big fan of... I'm a I'm a fan of like the classic barbecue. I like a good barbecue from, chip. But from what brand? Oh, Uts. Ugh, that's a horrible answer. Really? Uh, well, I don't know. I grew up with Uts, so like Uts is you know. You're it's a very putz. Specific. You're a putz. I'll say. A putz for Uts. A putz um, for Uts. <laughs> <laughs> That would be, I'm a putz for us. <laughs> but um, one of my favorite chips of all time in England, um, they have Walker's chips, which are just Lay's, but that's like the Lay's brand in England is Walker's. Um, and uh, they have a Thai sweet chili flavor. And that is that a very great. good chip. I mean, honestly, what I buy now is, um, oh, what are the, what is that brand of chips where it's like a solid color bag? <laughs> I don't know. Chips. <laughs> Um, I like a good, I like a good fun flavor of chips. Like I like, like a pickle chip. Yep. The power of Uts is a curious thing. The power of one man weep, but make Rachel sing. I love Zaps chips. Oh, the Zaps chips are so good. Yeah. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah. I can't think of like what the, oh, kettle chips. I like kettle chips a lot. Which flavor? Um, I like a, a barbecue from kettle chips. Sure. I yeah. love putting you up, putting you yeah. on the spots. One of the great joys. And of my life. I mean, uh, out of the Uts chips, I did recently have some crab chips from Uts the other day, which are very specific and delicious. Yeah. And I like a sour cream and onion too. Did you like my version of power of love? That was the power of Uts. Did you hear I it? Did. I did. I heard it. The putts. I had a dear <laughs> friend of mine once called Uts potato chips. Oots. She thought they were called oots, and uh, we relentlessly made fun of oots, her for, oots, oots, for, oots. An, for an entire weekend. Relentless. Oh What's like, your favorite hey, kind of chip? Uh, Ruffles, cheddar, and sour cream. It's the best potato chip in, on the market. You can't uh, get any better. I'm not a big fan of the Ruffles. It's the best chip in the world. Ruffles have ridges, sour cream, and cheddar potato chip. It's the mm-hmm. best one on the market. You can't go sour wrong. Sour cream and cheddar is an interesting flavor combination. It's a pretty standard chip. Oh, I see the sour cream and onion often, but not the sour cream and cheddar. So cheddar and sour cream has become a pretty standard one lately. Yeah, got, Pringles has one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, the the ruffles have ridges have one, yeah. and it is. I like best. a I like a basic chip too. Just you know, no flavors. I like a salt and pepper <laughs> chip is fun I like and a basic uh, chip. You know, no flavor. I just like plain. a bland, I just like a plain. bland block like to put plain in my mouth. Chips. I like plain chips. <laughs> I like everything plain. The best movie <laughs> ever made. Oh yes, I like. Oh, I like plain. I like everything plain. I mean, Gorman I like. Star, I like salt and vinegar if I'm drinking beer, and that's it. Ah, that's a great call. Yeah, 
The power of Uts is a curious thing. Makes one man weep, makes Rachel sing. They used to have like rosemary roast chicken flavor chips in England a lot, which was kind of weird. They got a lot of experimenting with a lot of crazy chip flavors these days. Lays yeah, is doing up yeah. Some kind of Our crazy. good friend Beth Griffinhagen is big into chip flavors. Love Beth. She has a whole Instagram account dedicated to trying uh, different chips from around the world. Uh, I love Beth. She's one, yeah. of the, one of the greats. One of my one favorites. Of the greats. Beth Griffinhagen. Yeah, right. Did you know that there's a brand of chips, a chip maker called Old Dutch Foods? Mm-mm. Old Dutch foods. I forgot about Wise. Wise is the worst of the potato chips. Wise is like my mom. My mom lo- always has oh, plain I hate Wise. wise. Plain. I like plain. I like plain. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. If you haven't seen it, you ought to. Mm-hmm. Ah, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh. But we're here. Oh, no, we did. No, we're here to talk about the episode. We're in. Mm-hmm. Here we are. So you like chips. I love chips. Mm-hmm. I had to say, uh, this, the episode title, if this is it was something that I kept saying to myself, I was like, is this it? Is this the whole episode? Is this really if it? This is it. Not so great. I liked it. Not such a great episode. Oh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I love the old Duggar. Don't mm-hmm. get me. Don't mix it up. The Duggar is my new favorite, uh, character. <laughs> You like you like Mr. Bince, the physics teacher, the science nah, teacher. He's fine, but I'm m- much bigger fan of the lead singer of the Later Hosers. I thought he was a Old drummer. Old Duggar, maybe he was. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was the Later Hoosers because they had the they also had the umlaut over their own. <laughs> well, Hosers is a term is like a Canadian mm-hmm. term though, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Life ain't about a piece of paper; it's what you roll in it. You know they present it's four twenty somewhere. They presented old Duggar as like a sad sack, but he fucking seemed really happy to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. He seemed way happier than anybody else. So I'm yeah. on the Duggar train. Yeah. So this A story starts off with physics class. Yeah. Jimmy and Spinner are so close to graduating and Spinner needs to get his 41% grade up to a passing grade <laughs> somehow magically with an exam or building a pasta bridge. Yeah. Yeah, 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 one or the other. Either's fine. <laughs> there was also, I, 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 I am assuming like a mini or uh, episode that like was erased from uh, availability, wherein everyone learns that they're students because there's no secret anymore about who yeah. students are. Yeah, it's, people seem to know that they're students now. Well, students gets a, or at showcase. least our favorite, our favorite trio, Johnny DeMarco. Luca, Lucas, Not Luca, Lucas, Johnny DeMarco, Lucas with the lid off, and the classic Moose, Bruce the Moose. Not just any Moose, but they're not even hiding their faces. They wear those masks, but the they masks like are like cut masks. so you can yeah. see them. Yeah. So there was never. They made this whole thing like it's going to be a incognito band, and then they just like nah, unceremoniously dropped it. And it the episode also, not like the very, very beginning of the episode, but like close to it, Spinner finds out that he's cancer free. So that's great news. Yeah. But he has not made any plans in life. So he's like, hasn't figured out what he's doing with this test or anything. He's so excited to tell Jane that he is cancer free. And she's in that really special, our favorite courtyard where Miss Hot Sue used to sit and eat lunch by Air herself. Sad lunches, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Jane is hanging out in the glass uh, Zen garden in the middle of the school and Spinner runs in to like tell her he's so excited and Peter runs up to be like, Stu's got into this showcase. And I'm like, he's just shouting it for the whole school to hear. So clearly no one cares. That was when I stopped the episode to check and make sure I was watching the right one. Mm. And then also uh, Emma for the B story at one point is like, all it took was six years of school and one crazy road trip. And now, and I was like, when was this road trip? When I went realized, to Smithdale, I guess. Yes, yeah. I realized what it was to try to audition for the drum. But at first I was like, this is just, I don't remember. I must've missed an episode. There's definitely going to be a mini where students gets revealed. Yeah, I hope so. I can't wait to watch that next month. <laughs> but like, even in this, it's like not a hundred percent clear because like Jimmy's like, dude, I know it's you. I know you're in the band. But mm-hmm. like Spinner doesn't care. Like the whole essence of this band was that they wore masks and were incognito and they didn't even do. It's baffling to me that they didn't even do an episode where a, a story about someone finding out and then them getting revealed. That would have been fun. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to shit on the writers of the show because it's they do a lot in this well, show. Miriam Catherine and Cassandra Steele will sure do that for you on their Instagram lives. <laughs> but this felt like a super lazy episode. The same thing happens in the A and the B story. Like yeah. it's literally like they just have matching characters in each of them yeah. who were both my favorite from this episode. <laughs> Spinner and Manny. No, no, no. Um, the guy from Later Hosen and then the guy from West Drive. Oh my oh god, that's right. I forgot about the guy from West Drive. <laughs> the guy from West Drive who's so like fucking self-aware that he's like, I can't get cast anything else. Like you'd never say that as a kid. You'd be like, What are you talking about? This is the best life in the world. Yeah. He's been and, on it for nine seasons though, so And he's like eleven. Do you think that was supposed to be like a um meta commentary on Degrassi? <laughs> Maybe because <laughs> like they've been on this show for seven seasons. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, a lot of them had a hard time getting cast mm-hmm. in anything else after it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want. So back to the A story before we get too far into all the details. Uh, you mean the A story? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Could you get the A story? We don't mm-hmm. have a we don't have a good. Uh, no. What to think about that one? No real world references for, for the A story. No. Um. So Spin is trying to get Jimmy to help him with physics because he needs to pass this in order to graduate. Uh, And so they decide to build a pasta bridge together. The pasta bridge needs to hold up to 10 kilos. um, And so they could they wouldn't have to take the physics exam if they do that. Right. If they if they got if they did that, they were exempt from the exam. And you can do it together. They they talk to the teacher and everything. So um. There's some, again, very lazy story writing. We have like a bathroom scene where Spinner tells Jimmy that he is cancer free and they're talking about stuff. And he makes some comment about washing his hands because Spinner leaves a urinal <laughs> to tell Jimmy this and then is like going to touch him. And he's like, please wash gonna your hands first. give him a high first. five. <laughs> please wash your hands first. So Jimmy goes to the bathroom and he drops his cell phone into the toilet. And Spinner just offers to get it. He's like, whatever, dude. And Jimmy's like, use my gloves. I have gloves. Let me show you that I have gloves. So you know this to start with. And it's like the whole point of this was to show you that Jimmy had gloves in a 
grab We didn't need it was, The scene was so dumb Like he didn't also, need to drop his cell phone in the toilet The cell phone's in the toilet It's not getting It's broken It's mm-hmm. in the water Spinner was like this You put in a bag of rice Wasting it Oh but that doesn't really work I don't I've never dropped my phone in the toilet Knock on a lot of wood Because I don't want to do that tomorrow Your iPhones now though Are basically waterproof I once took an iPhone like 8 mm-hmm. I had it in my back pocket Of a bathing suit I went into a pool for a long time <laughs> and realized. I'm, I'm oh, glad fuck. that women's bathing suits do not have pockets because I feel like I would be making a lot of mistakes. Then. I was in the pool and I went, oh shit, my phone is in my pocket. And I took it out and it just worked and it never stopped working. That's amazing. Crazy. That's I'm amazing. pretty sure they're basically like waterproof now. Wow. Yeah, I never did that with a flip phone though either. I never, and also like, well, actually, uh, if the toilet's been flushed, it's pretty clean. It's like not there's not just like I shit know, hanging around but in there. I know, but it is pretty weird. Like there is shit around there. Yeah. Well, actually, if your iPhone falls in the toilet. <laughs> so, so the dilemma presented to Spinner is that there is this bands of the blogosphere showcase. And apparently blogosphere should be blogosphere because it should have an umlaut over it because every band playing this has an umlaut in their yeah. name. Later hosers, studs, mm-hmm. nudes, nudes, and you DZ. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they got to play this thing, but it's the day, the night before the big exam. Mm-hmm. But why does Spinner? Okay, so Jimmy's gonna make this. Pasta bridge, bridge. Mm-hmm. and Spinner doesn't show up. I guess because mm-hmm. he was practicing with Studs. I guess because he was not only practicing with Studs, but then uh, also attending the blogosphere. I was very confused about no. the time frame for this. Yeah, because was it, it goes... two nights or one night? Oh, no, because when. Yeah, that's actually a great question because no, he so he goes into school and sees that Jimmy's starting the has like started to build the bridge. Mm-hmm. And that and that's when like then that night he didn't show up. Yeah. And yeah. then that night is the blogosphere thing. Mm-hmm. The night that he sees the bridge built. And then the next night is the test slash the unveiling of the bridges. So mm-hmm, I don't know what he was doing the night that he was supposed to be helping Jimmy make the bridge, but he wasn't there. Yeah. So Jimmy said, I'm taking your name off it. Yeah. Did that make sense? I feel like that was a very un nonsense. I'm not sure if it does, though, because I'm like, is it one night before the exam or is it two nights before the exam? Because it has to be two, right? It's two nights before the exam. Because there's a practice night that he was supposed to be uh, building Helping the bridge and, yes. he, and he's not. So and then, then he, he ends up studying and doesn't do very well and then goes to the blogosphere contest. Right. So what happened? So I'm going to do this one more. I'm sorry, broomheads, that you have mm-hmm. to deal with this again. So <laughs> let's lay yeah, this out. You're exactly right. There's mm-hmm. like if we were solving a crime, we would have to get very detailed on this. <laughs> it's the practice night. Mm-hmm. He comes to school the next day. He had not helped Jimmy. That's yes. when Jimmy's like, your name's coming he, off it, dude. So and Jimmy's got some test. of the bridge. Yeah. You got to take the test tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that night is when he tries to study and then goes and plays the show. They do terribly. Mm-hmm. And then um, he has to take the test. Jimmy gets an A plus on the bridge. I feel like that was painful radio. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am like I'm embarrassed by that. Yeah. Yeah. But before so the day before, the first day, day one, there's three days in this in this scenario. Day one, Spinner is in the cafeteria with Hot Peter and they're talking about this contest and how they're gonna play. And Johnny DeMarco and Bruce and Moose oh, and Lucas with the lid off walk up and like they have this whole like weird banter. And I guess that like I was like, is Johnny DeMarco in a band? Because they almost implied that because he said that Spinner kicked his ass physically, but not musically. And I was like, well, that implies that they're going to beat them at this battle of the bands, whatever it is. But then they're not in a band. They're just there to jeer them. Well, okay, so I don't know either. You're because what I thought was that he was because we have seen Johnny DeMarco be a big fan of Studes. Yeah. When they were incognito. That's why there seems to be like a fucking, I'm telling you, something that's missing that missing, we didn't yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Because I thought he was saying, you kicked my ass physically, but like musically, I'm into you. Like, I may not like you personally, mm. but I like your music. So mm-hmm. I recommended you for this thing. But then they just go to it and are mean to them. So no, I thought in, that they already hated them. But Johnny DeMarco definitely like rocks out to Stude's. Yeah, yeah. But in other when episodes. they're in the cafeteria in this episode, there's no time when Johnny DeMarco implies that he likes Stude's. But why would he submit them for the contest? I mean, obviously because he thinks they're bad. But why would mm-hmm. they then be excited mm-hmm. about going to it? This was I'm so my head is like genuinely hurting. I'm so I'm going confused. back a little bit because I'm like, I need to I need to watch this again because I did not understand that then. I'm pretty sure the implication was I don't like you personally, but I like your music. It's not a lot of time to practice. Oh, practice. Leave exams. Dudes, come on. This is a chance to play. In front Dudes, of a real Dudes audience. come on. Hundreds of people yeah, and a webcast of thousands. Musically, you guys keep kicking ass. Ah. Yeah, I definitely didn't understand that. So, so what was being said? Johnny DeMarco was saying, I like your music. Mm -hmm. But also there was the bit where he was like, we know who you are. So that's like, Mm -hmm. there's something missing there. So if they like the music, why do they go to like throw shit at them? I don't know. Like, I was very, I don't know. I, I, it was very strange. I guess they like expected that they'd be good, but then when they were bad, they were like, well, we actually hate these guys personally. So let's make fun of them. Yeah. I thought that, I thought that Johnny DeMarco didn't like those guys. You know, I, I would think that they would be more like rivals. And so they were doing it to kind of, no, but, dicks, he, but, but when he yeah. didn't know who Stude's were, yeah. he was like way into them. Mm-hmm. He was like rocking out. He thought they were like the best band. Yeah, in the world. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's it's very. Sometimes this show feels like there's like three scenes left out of every episode. Yeah, yeah. And I get so confused. yeah. So Spinner goes to school the next day, and Jimmy's like, "You didn't help me 
start to build this bridge. So what the fuck am I going to do? You're out of this project. I'm I thought not that was a little harsh. This, I probably this fight was really stupid. I thought like I I don't blame it. Like I would be mad if I were Jimmy too, but it just seemed kind of odd. I would definitely be mad if I were Jimmy, but I also wouldn't kick him off the thing. I would still let no. him fucking be yeah. part of it. Um, so then Spinner's like, well, maybe I'll just stay another year because then I can hang out with my band and my girlfriend who will still be students here. And, uh, he goes to tell Jane and Jane is like, oh, hell no, yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. No, no, I like no. Paula Broncotti. Yeah, she's great. Um, so then Spinner has a, a study montage, Stephen Stone induced study montage, <laughs> where it's just like, loves a montage. And so he just is like trying to study and then he starts thinking about drumming and then he's trying to study and then he starts thinking about drumming. Well, he keeps seeing a Stude's drum kit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is pretty sweet for a, t- a high school band drum mm-hmm. kit. It is. Studs. So yeah, he has to. He just has to drum, and then he goes to the concert. Yeah, and the later hosers are playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're and great. they're great. And then Studs gets on stage, and they suck. And. They suck. Johnny DeMarco is they're playing their one song, apparently, you know, they wrote that whole song about Holly J in like no time. And then they're back to their first hit. Like, well, because I think that's the showcase is like they want to see the song that they know. Everybody. Yeah. Knows. Yeah. Yeah. Twice the gifts, twice the gifts, but only ever half the love. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Shared custody, shared custody. Mm-hmm. It know. sounds bad. It sounded really well. Bad. It sounded terrible when they were playing it. Yeah. And uh, and so they do really poorly. And then Spinner's packing up, and he and he gets a he meets up with the leader of the of the later hosers. Uh, I thought it was a drummer of the later hosers. He might be. be still the, he's still yeah. the leader in my eyes because he's yeah. the one we see. The later, would you the call later. him? The later, yeah, he would be the later. And he is just like, man, you're such a good drummer. You're gonna outgrow these guys one of these days. They stink, but you're awesome, and you can be <laughs> like me. I'm living the dream, man. Just like doing these showcases with my band. I love it. Want to smoke some weed? Spinner's like, I don't smoke weed. It's anymore. 420 somewhere. <laughs> this guy was the best actor I've ever seen on oh, Degrassi. He was genuinely good. <laughs> he knew that, you know, that? what was great was that I had to look something up and I, uh, cred- I had to, I had to look something up on this episode and they credited this guy. Like he's one of the first. <laughs> Old Duggar. Yeah, he's one of the first people credited. <laughs> I had to rewind so many times to see what his name was. Because mm-hmm. I was like, is he saying Duggan? Then I was like, I, I missed his name. So I just wrote <laughs> drummer from later. <laughs> oh, I went back to the, and I put subtitles on because I couldn't. Oh, know, I did. Good call. And he was said call. old Doug, like Doug, Duggar, the Duggar. Uh, I'm the Duggar. D-O-U-G. A pot like dash er yeah um so he was and spinner was like oh i don't want to turn into this guy but i was mm-hmm. like this guy seems like he's fucking pretty good mm-hmm. there are worse people you could be than old duggar he's just hanging out with his friends playing music getting stoned all day i'd be into it mm-hmm. pretty happy seems happy mm-hmm. but he was a really good actor there's like that thing like the it's like i don't know if you if it's a meme or it's like a social media thing where it's like always knows the assignment and like they show like an actor who like mm-hmm, always nails mm-hmm. it this guy fucking knew what he was there for and leaned mm-hmm. into it and oh. went like full lovable bill and ted he was like bill and ted both of them rolled into one so spinner shows up the next day at school he has not studied mm-hmm. for the test he's very nervous mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy's got an A plus on this bridge. I couldn't believe Jimmy just didn't put his name on the damn bridge. I know. And it said Jimmy Brooks, A plus. A plus. And then uh, he's like, Jimmy, you got to help me, man. You got to teach me everything you know about physics right now. And he's like, <laughs> dog, I'm sorry, I can't. And he uh, leaves. He leaves poor yeah. Spinner there to fucking. He said something to him, though. He told him, when in doubt, always choose C. He gave him the advice was, when in doubt, always pick C. Pick C. Okay. Yeah, I missed that it was pick C. Well, yeah. And then he picked yeah. C. He was just like picking mm -hmm. C. Well, Spinner comes in to find out that this bridge has been built and that Jimmy got an A+. Plus, but right before it, he runs into Jane in the hallway and Jane's like, you didn't study, did you? You went to the showcase. And she's pissed. Well, she saw him on the showcase because she watched it live streaming from... Uh, she watched the webcast with thousands of people. Yeah, she watched it on uh, Zoom. Mm -hmm. it was on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't know if you know this, but do you know Stuart Townsend, the actor? He does these yeah, great yeah. Zoom Macbeths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just for his parents, though. It's hard to get in. I'm very good friends with him, so I've, been, I've seen it a Are few Are you times. Declan? No, that's his dad. Declan and yeah. Dolores. Are you talking about Declan and Dolores <laughs> Townsend? No, 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 no. Deckendall. Deckendall. <laughs> Deck the dolls with the Townsends. Um, uh, so Spinner goes to take the exam and he's like, well, I guess I'm just going to pick C for all of them. Yeah. And it's apparently the geography and the physics exam. So Jane has taking her exam right next to him. Right. Convenient. Uh, That's the superintendent of plot devices showing up. There. I mean, has the superintendent not been present this entire time? Yeah, he's really been fucking sitting. He's been just like removing plot devices, though. He's like, you, everybody just knows they're students now. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't even need a plot uh, device for this. Just say they yeah. just know. Yeah. Um, um, there is a point too where Jimmy calls a spinner a numb nut. And like, I felt like that was like a nut. little bit pointed <laughs> considering that spinner only has one nut yeah. left. It was very pointed. He did it on yeah. purpose. Um, a thing that we're talking about, like how everybody knows their students mm -hmm. and like we made mention about how obvious it was that they were students, that they weren't yeah. fooling yeah. everybody. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering if like that's what the idea is that everybody's just like you dummies, but like they should have said it would have been very funny to see these four idiots thinking they've convinced people, and then everybody being of course we know it it's, it's these stupid. two brown bones, but mm -hmm. they didn't even do that. It was very mm -hmm. lame. I, I'm going with a <laughs> it's lame brain, jabron bones. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, so Spinner goes to take the test and he starts having, uh, visions of himself in the future, looking like a combination of himself and the drummer from later hoser. Yeah. And, and like Dennis uh, Hopper from apocalypse now. Yes. Yes. And he's like, Hey bro. He's like rolling, <laughs> rolling a joint in front in the class. And out of nowhere, the fucking fire alarm goes off and the sprinklers start going off and Spinner is standing there in the middle of the gym 
his arms up mm-hmm. like this and Triumphant. the sprinkler is just raining down on the paper and the answers are all disappearing from the exam. It's great. And he's like, what luck is this? And he's the last person to leave as he's just like spinning around in the, the sprinklers with his arms out. It's shit like Held this aloft. that like hits and I like forgive everything that I hated. I wonder if Sud Sutherland uh, filmed oh this one because that felt very cinematic. Yeah. I just like I saw that that like um mirage of him being like a beer bellied stoner was like <laughs> i forgive every dumb thing that happened in this episode <laughs> for that and for doug old dugger yeah. like dugger that's why the show is such it's a charming show i mean mm-hmm. more than anything else mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he gets four day reprieve jimmy did it and that's when it's revealed because they're Hot Sue Lacus, not plain Sue Lacus, her twin mm-hmm, sister, but mm-hmm. Hot Sue Lacus. She's checking all the kids because when you pull the fire alarm, apparently purple paint sprays on you. I guess it's like a dye pack if you, when you rob a bank. Oh. Is that <laughs> That's real? what they got to do in the schools. I mean, I guess this, this might be a Canadian school thing. I've never heard this. So, Broomheads, if you know of this, let us know because I've never heard about this before. So she's checking all their hands. Everybody's clean. And then that's mm-hmm. when... Spinner goes to see Jimmy, and Jimmy mm-hmm. pulls the, the Chekhov's gun, the, uh, <laughs> the fucking <laughs> gloves out of his pocket, mm-hmm. and they have purple all over them. He saved Spinner's life. He has four more mm-hmm. days, which is twice, twice the days, twice the days to um, <laughs> study for physics. But mm-hmm. he's a dumb shit. So like, I don't know for how much. I don't know that he's gonna get up from forty-one percent from a whole year of physics. I think Can you this, recover from that? I think this guy wants to pass him. So I kind of think if he passes the test, they're going to pass mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Then they have a little physics lesson and Jimmy pushes Spinner and says, yeah. Object, objects in motion stay in motion. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a sweet moment. Because I was thinking Jimmy was being way harsh when he was like, I can't help you, bro. And like, mm-hmm. you should have fucking been here making this pasta bridge. <laughs> Love a pasta bridge. Pasta right? bridge. Pasta, pasta bridge. Pasta bridge. But only have uh, half the sauce. Sauce. (laughs) Pasta Bridge is my new favorite student song. Pasta Bridge. Pasta Bridge. But only ever half the sauce. That's the best. (laughs) But only ever half the sauce. It's not twice the pasta, though, which would be hard to say. No. Pasta bridge, pasta bridge, pasta bridge. Half the sauce. <laughs> B story with Jerry Seinfeld. Bernice Fine is back, and this is one time when they absolutely picked a different actor to play this person. <laughs> I didn't think that that was Bernice Fine. I thought that was like the casting director for the show. No, they called her Bernice Fine. No, I know that they said Bernice called you, but then when she was on set at, what's the name of the show? Westworld? West Drive. That, um, (laughs) I thought that that was the casting director for Mm -hmm. West Drive. I didn't think that, because she was like, we remembered you from when we auditioned you last time. Mm. I didn't get the impression that that was Bernice Fine. I thought we didn't see Bernice. They, Bernice Fine called her, told her to go there, and then she met with the casting director. This this and woman then, was not credited for this episode, mm-hmm. so but it was definitely not Bernice Fine. I don't think she was supposed to be playing Bernice. Okay. Fine. I think she was supposed to be playing someone who worked on Westworld. Double checking. 
Double checking what to see, but you said she wasn't credited. Oh no no no! Just to uh, to get to that scene, I want to see her. Why would the talent agent be at the show and say we had our eye on you since the last time we we auditioned you? Because she's auditioned for the show before. You never know. Well, unless she's Bernice Fine is also the casting agent for West Westworld. been on our radar since your last audition walk okay yeah, okay she's not okay. she's also mildly uh uh uh, uh casually racist yes she's like yes. manana see <laughs> <laughs> uh, ya manana is filipino <laughs> i know but but she was definitely like being mm-hmm. casually racist i mean don't forget also uh bernice fine definitely made uh, dump the lumps Latinx uh, slurs at her as well I, about not eating Cassie beans Cassie Steele brought that up right. on their live I actually think it was Miriam Catherine who brought it up and I was like ooh yeah <laughs> she said it um, yeah so yeah she gets they're going to uh, Smith Smithdale 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 sorry there's nothing funny to say about Smithdale is there no, I wasn't trying to say anything funny. I was having a little bit of a, <laughs> a heart attack. No, <laughs> you held your hands. Here. Yeah, I was having a, I was having a, a slight cardiac uh, episode. Arrest. <laughs> no, like a little heartburn. Okay, a little indigestion there from shoveling sweet potatoes and rice into my face. As fast as I could, and grilled onions. Um, mm-hmm. Smithdale. Smithdale. So they're going to Smithdale. Emma and Manny both got accepted. They bring their acceptance letters in and they open them together. They both got in. They're going to room together. Yeah. But Bernice Fine has called Manny back. She Manny's has dead. brought her into her web. Manny's dad has completely embraced the idea of Manny becoming an actress now. I th- that didn't make any sense to me. None. She kind of does say it like she's like, "Dad, remember you used to be think this was bad," and he was like, "Well, now you're an adult." Remember when he, she like he like called her a slut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that long ago. He's a terrible father, but now he's a good father. He dry cleans their uh, their cheerleading uniforms for free. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Um, so Manuela goes to the West Drive set and I guess meets with not Bernice Fine, but the casting director. Yeah. Or a producer, somebody or something. And they walk and talk and she's like, you're not going to college, right? Like you just graduated. You're not going to college because this is an eight month contract on the show and you're going to wear short shorts and blousey tops and it's going to be great. A casually racist. uh producer and a misogynistic weird sort of dandy of a costume designer yeah yeah very very interesting not not a great place to be i would say no west drive is not the show for uh for manuela apparently damien is going to banting we find out from emma yes so she's not sure if they're gonna break up or what and uh, emma emma seems fine with manny deciding to 
maybe do this show instead of go to college. Like she's upset, but she's oh, like, yeah. okay, sure. And I was like, wait, what happened to like Emma and to Manny's dad? Like there is no resistance for the first time when there has been constant resistance for her. Was there resistance from Emma? None. No, but I felt like, no, but prior to this, well, I feel like Emma has always kind of played a part in Manny's decisions and been very opinionated right. about what Manny does. And she's just kind of like, whatever, I'll be sad that we won't talk to each other, but like, right. yeah. but you should do that. She's getting in. She has gotten into a very prestigious drama program. Apparently Smithdale drama is huge because Nick West yeah. of West drive. Is that his name? Nick West. I thought they said that's what his name was. I don't know. I have no idea. I just think it's yeah. funny that his name would be, yeah. his last name would be the first. I think that's also show. why it's West Drive. Yeah. Um, so he's been on the show for nine seasons and she's like, isn't this great? Like, isn't that what you want? And he's like, no, it's not at yeah, all. He's saying I can't get any jobs outside of this. And he was like, couldn't. And he couldn't get into she, Smithdale. Right. He auditioned three times for Smithdale and could not get in. So he couldn't believe it. And as the dresser mm -hmm. is dressing her, he's like, also, he has the range of a bag of hair, <laughs> which was oh, so God. wonderfully well, bitchy. Like, what, how I love this off, guy. This, yeah, I did too. It starts off with like uh, Manny being uncomfortable with having to get changed in a big open room in front of everyone and very quickly just evolves into like, you shouldn't do this. You should go to school. Um, but it's funny because I felt like Nick West, which I'm, I, if that's not his name, that's just what I'm calling him from now on. And uh, Duggar are both playing the exact same role in both of these yes. stories. And I was like, did we need to have two stories that did the same exact thing? Could we have switched this up a little bit? Twice the stories, twice the stories. Couldn't we <laughs> have switched it up? <laughs> the two stories. Two <laughs> the fit, the, the costume designer, she was wearing, uh, like you said, short shorts and a blousy top. And he goes, drop dead sexy girl. And he's like 50 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And when she was reluctant to change in front of everybody, he was like, we're a family. And everybody just changes in front. And she's like, oh, OK, great. And she's clearly uncomfortable. Yeah. So she's yeah. got a decision to make. Is she going to stay on this television program or is she going to go to Smithdale? Smithdale sounds like a like something that would be in a Smith song. <laughs> Smithdale sounds like a Sweet Valley High School to on me. On my way to Smithdale, I picked <laughs> the flowers of your heart. I don't know. <laughs> maybe because the Smiths and Smithdale. Uh, Smiths. Yeah. Smith. I don't yeah. Know, maybe. Yeah. My and I guess like Manny's warned me not to drive. <laughs> so I didn't get out alive. <laughs> <laughs> so Manny's dad is like, okay with her, like dropping school. Apparently when he like six months ago was freaked out about her right. going to school for drama. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's a job. It pays the bills. Yeah, she doesn't know Whatever what makes do. you happy. Should she go? Should she, should she stay or should she go? And her father says the only wrong decision is indecision. Mm -hmm, pretty mm -hmm. It's pretty good. And she asks Emma a bunch, too. And Emma's like, well, what do you want to do? Yeah. On my way to Smithdale. <laughs> <laughs> Did your car crash on the way to Smithdale? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, his mother told him not to drive. So he didn't make it out alive. Really. Oh, geez. Clearly, he had the, 
He had a. I'd love to hear Morrissey sing a Stude song. Maybe. I have to think about it. Think about it. It's a lot of it. takes a lot of effort. Yeah, it does. It does you might need a, a you might need like a a little break to think about that one. So in the end, Manny decides that she should go to college because otherwise she's gonna end up stuck on a show that's not, like the the drama program is much better. This like, could lead her to better. They things. literally could have done a thing like exactly like they did with Spinner, where like she sees a mirage of like her. <laughs> As like an older actress being like, honey, on West Drive. you didn't get the job, you know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's on a terrible sitcom playing shed a housewife. custody, shed custody. Twice a year. No, what's the shared custody, shared custody. Twice the gifts. No, that's what's next. Shared custody, shared custody. Holidays, something, something holidays. Oh. Oh. Shed custody, shed custody, alternate weekends, holidays, twice the gifts, twice the gifts, but only ever half the love. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Thank you. Thanks for indulging me. Uh, Rachel. One to yeah, ten. So what do you think? We we didn't even, even finish it. Oh, I thought we finished it. She's going to college. I was trying to. I was just trying to say what happens in the end. So oh. Manny decides not to do that. So she comes over to Emma's house uh, to the Snake Spike Simpson household, and uh, Emma is about to send off her housing request, and she tears it up, and then she gives Emma her West Drive contact tract contract contract, right. and Emma tears it up. Right. That's right. That is right. That is how it ends. And then they decide they're going to be roomies in Smithdale. So college years part two next year. It's never a good idea to be college roommates with somebody you already know, I think. Expand your horizons. Yeah, you probably should. But also, if you're both going to the same school, like, fine. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to the same college with any of my friends, so. Me neither. And then I ended up with terrible roommates. So (laughs) maybe, maybe that was the problem. Yeah, it should have been Kelly Mulford. We would have been much much happier. Anyway, so one to ten. Yeah, how much do you think this episode goes there on a scale of one to ten, Rach? I was torn between a two and a three. Oh. Um, that might be too high. Yeah. Huh. Maybe because I... of Jimmy's uh, sneaky fire alarming into the exam. Yeah, what a taboo. I mean, it is a is a rule breaking. I will say, yeah. you are right. It's, it's a two. Breaking. It's a two. I think it's a two. I'm not going to say one, but it does not go there very much at all. Nothing really. It's very- nothing. We we haven't given anything a one, have we ever? No, but this is pretty close. Yeah, I guess uh, Spinner is, goes into remission. Yeah, that's something. That's news. That's great. I'm very happy for him. I'm very very happy for him, but I don't know if it. So, yeah, I'm going to say two. I usually go one up and one down, but two, I'm going to keep it right there at a two. Okay. Okay. Uh, Patrick. Chuck Scarborough. What? Patrick. Yeah. That's you, right? Yeah. Who was your most valuable Degrassian in this episode? Last week, your preamble on that was so good. We talked about shining a spotlight on them. Yeah, but you have to like you have to put your hands on that spotlight and you, you got to change you swing. it every time. But that was I know, I know. I got to do something a little different. So, okay, Patrick. Oh, you don't if, have to do one. No, no, no. Let me do this. I have a I have a good one. 
Patrick, if all of our favorite characters from Degrassi were playing a Battle of the Band showcase, who would you vote as winning for best song for this episode? I mean, I guess I'm going to have to give it to the old Duggar. That's who I gave it to. You did? It ha- <laughs> yeah, I wrote I wrote later Hoser Drummer. Like hands down, he was the best in this he episode. He was very funny. He made he was great. He came prepared. He knew what the assignment was and he jammed it. He killed it. Every single line was like a money shot. It, it was, was like great. he was snatched in from a whole another production of something else yep it might have been he might have been he might have been you know where he might have been coming from was one of Stuart townsend's uh Macbeths from oh uh, okay i thought you might say instant star but no <laughs> he was closer to an instant star character than a degrassi character but i loved him all the same you got you mm-hmm. said old duggar as well i said old duggar as well he was the best he was the best he loved his life and he didn't seem see the need to apologize for it and i, I love that i love that for him so we're both in agreement. It's old Duggar. It's old Duggar. That's it. That's your episode. That's it. So Broomheads Don't Monkeys. Yep. Both of you. Both of you. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash deep. You can find us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. You can find us on Facebook at Deem Podcast or the Dope Monkeys and Broomheads Facebook group. And you can send us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. Please do. We love a good email. Oh, I don't have any corrections this week. I checked. I didn't oh, have any yeah. You were pretty good from last week. Okay. I okay. said every hilarious thing that I could have said last week. I didn't need to add any other hilarity yeah. in there. Um, disappointingly, Bernice Fine never makes a reappearance in the show, but I'm glad at least her name came up again. Yeah, Bernice Fine. She did. She made a call. I really was hoping that they used an entirely different actor to play her because that would be very funny, but. Well, you can live with that in your dreams. If you want to just pretend, just pretend like you never brought it up and I didn't set you straight. On my way to Smithdale, (laughs) the clouds are rolling in. All right, broomheads and dope monkeys. We'll be back next week for the season finale. And said I'd be done in. Perfect. Pizza man.